Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, you know, this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today, my special guest is not in Delaware, Charles McKenney IV. Let me tell you a little bit about Charles. Now, he is a Delawarean, but he's currently based overseas in Iraq. Charles is serving as a global educator who has spent most of his adult life teaching English in various countries. And to date, he has lived or has worked in nine countries teaching English and spreading American culture through rewarding programs such as the Peace Corps. Now, Charles studied abroad for graduate school and he learned different languages in the countries where he had been blessed to serve. And he does think that more Americans should consider spending time overseas, whether as a volunteer, as an intern, studying, working, because you know what? It will enrich their lives and enhance our nation as a whole. So Charles McKinney, the fourth, I am so proud to have you here in Delaware, all the way from Iraq. And welcome to Out and About with Antoinette. Thank you so much. I really am excited to be here and I really appreciate this opportunity. So thank you for having me here today. And I'm also going to thank a previous guest for connecting us, Phoenix. She uh, has been a godsend, you know, since 2016. And to know that you've associated with her makes me feel good because she's a good person. So you've got to be a good person, you know. <laughs> so before we get into the interview about, you know, what you're doing and how we can assist, tell the listeners just a little bit more about yourself and that of your journey thus far. Yeah. Um, whenever I get that question, I, I I really don't even know where to start. Um, but yes, I am a Delawarean. I'm not, I will say I'm not a native Delawarean, but I claim Delaware as my, um, I guess like you could say my second home state or second hometown because um, I was born and raised in greater Philly in Delaware County. And I moved to Delaware when I was 12 years old with my parents just for a better opportunity, a better educational uh, opportunity to attend better schools and grow up in a better and, and safer uh, neighborhood. And so, yeah, my family, my parents are still there. It's been about over 20 years since we've uh, moved to Delaware. And um, yeah, I started teaching English abroad um, since 2009, or two, I'm sorry, 2010, a year after I finished college. And um, I started out in East Asia and, you know, I moved to Eastern Europe and then Eastern Africa. And now I'm in the Near East and it's just been an amazing adventure um, living out what I believe is my life work, my my purpose, you know, that um, I was created for on this earth. And I really, really enjoy it. And it's where I thrive. I'm truly in my element when I'm working with young people and learning different languages and how to integrate into different cultures. And it's, it's definitely challenging, but it's such a um, rewarding, rewarding experience for me. And 
I'm just so thankful for for this journey I've been on for 12 you, years now. <laughs> and you say working with young people, I'm looking at you and to me, you're a young person yourself, you know, <laughs> so it doesn't, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, to have, uh, and I'm pretty sure, you know, the way that you look being young um, helps, right, with uh, working with other young adults or even youngsters, because, you know, it's like they, you understand them and they feel comfortable with you, right? Absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. Cause you know, most people think that I'm still a, a student myself, still, in, still in college or, you know, grad school or whatever. And it's like, no, I, I'm, I'm, you know, be, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a student in the school of life. Like I'm a lifelong student forever. And that's my philosophy. Um, but, you know, I appreciate that because, um, as you said, I can relate more and I might not feel so, you know, unapproachable or intimidating as, you know, maybe I would have if I were a bit, look if I had looked a bit older or, you know, so, yeah, it's kind of cool to be able to relate in that way. And um, it keeps you young. Working with young people definitely keeps you young. And that's what I tell people, you know. Um, and I love that. I love that. So, and, you know, that reminds me of something that my grandma used to say. She, she lived to be 98. She had a wonderful life and people said, well, how do you know, how do you do? And she always went around young people. She enjoyed being around young people because she Mm -hmm. felt that young people gave, you know, kept her young, you know, and even with her being with me and my boys, you know, I used to watch her on the floor playing with them when they were little guys. And I'm like, how is she doing that? But she <laughs> loved, you know, being, you know, around young people. And I, I like that. So, you know, when you were in school, had you, you know, again, you, you came from Philadelphia, you went to, to Delaware. Um, when mm-hmm. you were in school, did you ever, you know, a lot of times kids say, well, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I'm, I'm not going to ask mm-hmm. you that question, but could <laughs> you have ever imagined, you know, um, when you were younger, mm-hmm. you know, that even making that that move to Delaware, that one day you would be, you know, in Asia or Iraq or Africa, you know, doing mm-hmm. something that you truly, truly enjoy. Oh, that's a great question. And I will say, I to be honest, no, not not really from what I can recall. Um, I've always enjoyed geography like I've always, you know, love studying geography in school and looking at maps and you know I do remember having a a map of the USA in my bedroom at one point as a kid and you know I remember looking at California and seeing how far away it was and you know thinking oh that's where all the celebrities live and I would love to go (laughs) there someday and possibly live there (laughs) but a global map on a global scale not at all like I never really envisioned that sort of lifestyle for myself, nor did I envision myself becoming an educator because that really wasn't in the plan either, even in college, you know. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) So life unfolds in really, really interesting ways, you know. That's awesome. You know, when you were talking about the map, you know, I'm I'm of a particular generation where we had the globe. And you would mm-hmm. spin the globe, you know, and you, and <laughs> I remember being in school and we'd spin the globe and then point and say, I'm going there or I'm going to live <laughs> there, you know, almost like the, the car being in the car saying, you know, that's my car. That's my car. But when we right. were in school, we'd spin the globe and say, when I grow up, I'm going to be there. So that's great. And, you know, I'm an educator <laughs> by trade. So I always wanted to teach. So, you know, how did mm-hmm. the, the love of teaching 
um, come about, you know, in addition to, you know, leaving um, the United States and going, you know, global. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's really interesting because you don't always recognize what your gifts are until you're you're just thrusted in, into it. You know, you're just kind of pushed into it. <laughs> And I, looking back as I reflect on my life, I can kind of see like bits and pieces, you know, growing up of, of sort of the teaching, you know, gift or uh, desire in me, like having been, been a writing center assistant in college and helping, you know, my, my peers, you know, become better um, writers, you know, through working in the writing center and, and tutoring and doing that sort of thing. As well as when I was in elementary school, I recall a time when I was reading books to kindergartners. I was a part of this like, you know, extracurricular program where, you know, uh, fourth and fifth graders could read books to kindergartners and first graders. And, you know, so even back then, as I, you know, as I'm reflecting now, I, I can see instances of it. And, you know, when I graduated college and the, the Great Recession was still happening in 2009, you know, jobs were scarce and I didn't really know what I was going to do. You know, um, my dad said, well, why don't you just start substitute teaching, you know, in your in Delaware with Kelly mm -hmm. Services? And that's what I did in Newcastle County for about a year and a few months. And that sort of got me, you know, acclimated to the classroom and to, you know, just the whole scene of teaching and, and working with young people of all ages and from all backgrounds you know, for, with different learning styles and um, that, that, that really gave me a taste of it. And then eventually I got bored with that because I, I need a challenge. I need intellectual, you know, stimulation because I get bored very easily. <laughs> um, I got an email someday, random email, come teach in Korea. It was a recruiter looking for college grads to teach English in Korea for, you know, for a year, give it a try. And I applied and, you know, the rest is history, as they say. So <laughs> here we are 12 years That's later. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to, after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about this book, but you just gave us a story that is like, kept me going. If it was a book, I'd be flipping pages. <laughs> what happened next? What happened next? What happened next? That is like so great. I mean, and you've done like, <laughs> you know, speaking engagements. Um, so mm -hmm. we'll talk about that as well. But let's take this quick break. And when we come okay. back, we're going to continue the conversation with Charles about his speaking engagements and his offerings of speaking at community centers, places of worship, and, you know, schools. So we'll be right back after this quick break. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the link tree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703.
There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Are you ready to join the billion dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you're a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO Antoinette Blake. And her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now. 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises, and here on Out and About with Antoinette, every week on a Wednesday, I am interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing positive things in their communities. And today I have Charles McKenney IV. Now, Charles is from Delaware, but he's currently in Iraq. And before the break, we were talking about, you know, his um, journey into teaching overseas and how a random email um, fell into his email box and he ended up mm -hmm. teaching in Korea. But, you know, as we go through life and what he was talking about really um, struck a nerve with me and probably many others. Is when you think back on your journey, there's little things that have occurred that led you to a point in your life. I'm like, hmm, I never thought about that. So you being in school and, you know, substitute teaching and reading books to kids, it became natural. It was a natural progression that you didn't see until this point. Now, Charles, you provide a lot of great things. I mean, you do a um, virtual travel log presentations. You speak at community centers and public libraries, places of workshops, grade schools, and all that. Because you're a globe trotter, right? You're a globe trotting educator. That's what I'm calling you. You know, in academia here in the United States, as well as all around the world. Tell the listeners what you. Uh, provide what you can do. What are you looking for? And I know we want to talk about your book in the works as well. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so um, when I'm so when I'm home, usually like when I'm back home, you know, in Delaware, visiting family, and um, I just have some time there. I have had the wonderful pleasure of uh, speaking about my experiences, you know, in the Peace Corps and you know, even before that, teaching English in different countries, you know, at the the aforementioned places, you know, that that you uh, that you spoke of, you know, uh, Wilmington Public Library, for example, um, Concord Presbyterian Church in North Wilmington, which helped, you know, fund part of my college education. Um, they they was they awarded me a scholarship for like all four years of my my college, which helped to offset some costs. And um, 
even at my own church, uh, Victory Christian Center in Southwest Philadelphia, I was able to talk to the youth uh, for uh, Sunday school one day when I was when I was back in the States. And so I love being able to talk about my experiences. And um, on my YouTube channel, I recorded like a virtual travelogue as well for the first time when I was doing some work with the Junior Achievement um, of Delaware organization last year. Um, and so I love being able to do that. That's That brings me so much fulfillment, you know, and it helps to, you know, perhaps inspire other young people out there or, you know, people my age or older, whoever to, you know, consider this journey and just, you know, expanding their horizons and getting out there to see more of the world, you know. Um, in terms of the book, yeah, I, I'm working on a book <laughs> or many books. <laughs> um, and I I def definitely, I, I need to just sit down. I need more time to really figure it out. Um, I do have like some ideas in mind. I already have something finished, but I don't have a publisher yet. And I just don't have like, um, I needed a little bit more guidance and some motivation some accountability, someone who can push me a little bit more to just, you know, put it out there. Uh, but I have so many ideas. I have enough material written for several books, including poetry, actually, because oh, I'm a writer as well. So I love to write about my experiences and, you know, blog and just, you know, um, share, share my different many stories, you know, of traveling and leaving your legacy for many to come up behind you. So we're going we're gonna to find you a publisher or a motivator, somebody <laughs> to say, look, Charles, you need to get this done right away. Please. I, mean, it is, you know, I understand, you know, you do um, do a lot, um, uh, but sometimes mm -hmm. you have to, you know, take your life and put in segments. Okay, for this day, I'm this is all I'm doing. And the next day, this is all I'm doing because there's so much going on. But we, Absolutely. the world needs you, Charles. The world needs your book. <laughs> the world needs your voice, you know. Um, and I, you know, because I, I sometimes wonder how we, any of us get it all done in less than yes. 24 hours a day. But yes. it's just prioritizing, right? And taking right. it, like, what is it? How do you eat an elephant a, a, a bite at a time? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're so, right. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, 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 I say I keep procrastinating and, you know, uh, procrastination can be hard to overcome, you know, especially when it comes to writing and publishing and, you know, um, I've published things before. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've done, uh, like kind of smaller stuff. Like I, I have lots of like articles and, and blogs and, um, when I was in Macedonia, I co-published an ebook with a, of a Peace Corps colleague of um, stories from Macedonian students. They were essays for Macedonian students. It's called the Macedonia English Essay Challenge. And it's basically um, a collection of different stories related to a writing prompt that they had to respond to. And that was self-published through Lulu Publishing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is a great avenue as well. And so that's definitely one of my my proudest or one of my proud pet projects, you know. And so, um, but in terms of my own, I don't have anything of my own yet, like you know, uh, put out there. And so, 
Yeah, this year, this year. You're yeah. you're going to do, you're <laughs> definitely going to do, and you know what, what's so great is um, it's intimidating if you don't know, but self-publishing is not as hard as you think it is. Um, mm -hmm. It's just getting all, getting that done, getting it done in a draft, you know, getting that PDF file, getting it set up, mm -hmm. ordering the first author's copy. Don't order a whole bunch. I made the mistake of ordering a whole bunch and found a bunch of typos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> order just one copy and then uh -huh. go through it and then give it to somebody else. We give it to somebody else to mark up. And then, you know, because once you've got that in your hand, right. that's the motivation to say, okay, I got this. And then you'll keep, it'll just, it'll continue to flow. And I've watched some of your YouTube videos. I mean, you have so much information and I'm so glad that I, you mm -hmm. and I had this opportunity to connect. Now it's talking mm -hmm. about connecting um, before I let you go leave us any point of contact for you. Okay. Um, definitely. Um, so I am on social media and, um, yeah, my, my Instagram, um, tag or handle is, uh, tenacious underscore C underscore 2022. Um, I'm also on, uh, TikTok at, uh, Charles McKinney IV. So that's my full name, Charles McKinney, M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y IV. And I'm on YouTube as well by the, uh, by the same, uh, tag handle at Charles McKinney IV. Cause YouTube has the tag handles now, yes. uh, which makes it easier. <laughs> um, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Charles McKinney, comma, RPCV, locate, located in Iraq currently. Okay, great. And I'm going <laughs> to put all your handles in the show notes as well um, when I turn this into a blog post because I repurpose um, my, my podcast into blog posts. So they will have all your handles there and they can connect with you. Um, now, the one other thing that I need from you before you go is I mm -hmm. asked my my guest to leave us with a wow, words mm -hmm. of wisdom. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you thought about it or something, you know, what you live by, but leave us a wow, Charles. Oh, okay. So I would say for me, which is sort of my life motto, um, I like to live by, I, I would say carpe diem, seize the day, carpe diem. And that comes from one of my favorite movies with the late and great Rob, Robin Williams, Dead Poets to Dead Poet Society. Um, yeah, it's I think, you know, when you wake up every day, just just let the day just take control of your day, take charge of it, you know, try to be as productive as you can and, and you know, find some part of your day where you, you know, can smile and you can enjoy the little things and and find the joy you know just find the joy and let that you know be the you know sort of the driver of your day and so carpe diem everyone love it love it love it thank you charles thank you so very much for joining me today on Out and About with Antoinette. And I'm wishing you a wonderful week and may God continue Thank to bless you. you, your mission and your vision. Thank you so much. God bless you too, Antoinette. Thank you, thank you. And thank you all for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette because every week I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing a guest 
from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing great things in their own communities. And here Charles is doing great things now in Iraq. So if you'd like to be a guest or you know someone who'd like to be a guest on Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my blog by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. So thank you for listening and please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bae and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya. It's the D.E. Diva, a.k.a. the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.